Welcome to Everything is Television, uh, our podcast about television, I guess. My name is Justin Blizzard. I'm here with Keith Krepko and Chris Summers. We're going to talk about episode five of 112263 called The Truth. And if you we... like this episode, don't listen. Yeah. To this. If you like the show in general, you should probably stop listening. With that being said, the only thing worse than this episode is how I feel right now. I'm just, I'm sick. I don't feel well. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, I did take a little bit of medicine a few hours ago, so I'm feeling a little bit better, but I do not feel well. I watched the episode and I was again getting troubles with as soon as it got to an ad, Mm. it would, I couldn't watch it anymore. You you watched the episode today, right? Yeah. When did you start feeling sick? (laughs) Yeah, could it have been <laughs> yesterday. The episode? It was not. No, there's no okay. correlation there. I I started antibiotics uh an hour ago actually. Yeah. For a sinus infection that wouldn't go away, and to be honest, it may have been caused by the episode. <laughs> I'm feeling fine, uh-huh. but that's not because of the episode. And you were sick last week. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um. Another turd in the toilet, I guess. Is that the name of this episode? <laughs> we finally got the James Franco-directed episode. Mm, boy, did it show. Um, There's a turd in the toilet, and we haven't flushed the other turds. <laughs> That's what it felt piling like. piling up. They're, no, so they've, a- they've breached the water, so you know how the smell's in the air? <laughs> uh, and we got how many more turds to go? Yeah, so three. The rest three. Is gonna be- three. That's if we don't just give up. <laughs> Right. Um, I have a question about where they're living. Maybe this is something that I have missed again along the lines of like him driving to Texas. <laughs> when did they start living in a house? It's obvious, it obviously doesn't start this episode. He's had two places. Yeah. He's always had two places. <laughs> always. All right. I don't know how I missed that. Oh, man. The one apartment is just the one where he's spying on. Right. Lee Harvey Justin, Oswald. You're, you're giving people who like this episode an out. We need to give them no out, no quarter. They're going to be like, hey, he doesn't even know what's going on. That's why he hates it. Well, I, I think it just is at this point, it's, it's, it, it, you know, it just is, it's expectations. You know, if, if you, or, or I guess what you're looking for from the show. I was interested in the time traveling aspect, in the, you know, how he's going to change things how this is going to play out. I was interested in how the past is going to try and mess with him. Mm-hmm. And instead what we've gotten is an episode of that. And then four episodes of a uninteresting or three episodes of an uninteresting love story. Melodrama. Yeah. Between not just the main character, but also the, uh, his sidekick. And, mm-hmm. and if that's your thing, then I'm sure you like the show. If you're in it for these character stories then i'm sure you like it a lot that's that's not i'm not into it i don't like the characters i don't think they're written i don't like anything about the show at this point it just doesn't work for me Mm -hmm. yeah no this whole middle part of the season has been um like i'm not sure i would have quit i think i would have quit the show if we hadn't been doing the podcast i think yeah i I would have stopped watching by now I, I, will I try and like everything, and I'm done as well. <laughs> I'll say this in the first couple minutes when they did the flash forward back to 
Oh man, I already forgot his name. When he was teaching. Yes, I had to flash back. But it was, well, flash forward. It was a flash forward. Back forward. I I had like that feeling of hope. I don't know what it was, but it. it, There was was something different. No, yeah. My my first thought when I saw that was, oh, we're getting a reset. Yeah. He's reset. Or something. His goatee's reset. But yeah, but instead, it's for some reason, even though we've not been back to the present time since the first episode, they just decided to throw in this completely random remembrance of him teaching, I guess. I don't even know what it is. It's just his kids talking about time travel. Like, and, and not only that, because of the dialogue and the context, you're thinking he's gone back and he's reevaluating, right? Because he's asking the kids what they would do, basically. But it's not. It just is like it's just, some it's random, random moment from him teaching. It's like they, they were like, well, this is not working. So let's go back. <laughs> it would have been James, cute if you, it was a flash forward. Ideas? <laughs> right, right. They're just like, James, you got any ideas for today? He's like, uh, we still got my goatee. They're like, yep, in this little box over here. <laughs> He's like, put that on me. I got an idea. <laughs> so, um, one thing that really annoyed me right away, and I don't know if it's just my personality, but once she stormed out of the house after he unsuccessfully tried to stop her, he threw away the casserole that she made him. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be like, six dinners for me like yeah why would you throw that away you don't have to cook for six nights why do you do well, that yeah and the thing that i was thinking was uh, oh he throws the food away but he threw away every he threw away the bakeware yeah it's like <laughs> i'm pretty sure she would want that back it's such a 2016 attitude <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it the bake yeah what if they make up by the way do you have that casserole dish that i uh oh i threw it away that was mad at you threw it away like a petulant child when you (laughs) left what if they make up and then they go to make out and she's like oh let me throw my gum away and she (laughs) opens up the trash can and there (laughs) is her entire casserole (laughs) he'd be right back in the same boat it shows his carelessness yeah I've been complaining about. Yeah. So, and speaking of the carelessness, the thing that has frustrated me the most about this show, and it really came to a head in this episode, is just the level of incompetence of the two main of Jake and Bill. It's like they're they're supposed to they have one job to do, and they're literally not doing any of it. Like they're not even a little bit. Yeah, they're not even trying, and it just is like. It's so frustrating to watch. Like, even if you want to say the sh- well, the show's about the characters, and it's and the JFK thing is just kind of a plot device. These characters are can work through. They're not even working through it. I'm just watching a melodrama set in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Like the JFK stuff and most of the past stuff has been more or less tossed to the side and is completely meaningless. They just yeah. appear so to be left so watching dumb. All both yeah, of them, t- two incompetent characters who just like can't like Bill just can't do anything without screwing it up. And then Jake is not even trying. Right. He's more concerned with the um, with the girl. One of my favorite aspects of this show is when Bill in his stupidity actually stumbles upon a good question or two. He's like, so what are you going to do after you kill Oswald? 
He's like, oh, yeah. He's going to leave. And he's like, well, what if you get caught? He's like, listen, Bill, I just want to think about it, okay? <laughs> it's like, that's basically the writers of the episode being like, is everyone tired? I'm tired. Are you tired too? Let's just, he doesn't care. He's not yeah. thinking about it. And that's the other thing that's so frustrating is the book is so careful in his planning. And what, what do you have to do? You just have to give up some of the melodrama and actually show them planning something. Yeah. Actually show him caring about his life or caring about his mission. He, ca- he doesn't care about anything except for these little moments when all of a sudden he does care about something. And it's so, it's so absurd. It's absurd. Yeah. It's the Stephen King curse. He just, it, anytime one of his movies is adapted for books, sorry, to a show, it's terrible. So what did you think of the confrontation between, uh, what, I can't remember the Johnny? woman's name. Johnny, Sadie. Sadie. Sadie and Johnny and, and uh, Jake. Well, okay. it was one of the worst scenes I've ever seen shooted, shot. <laughs> I mean, first of all, why didn't he call the shot police him. initially? Yeah. Look, here's, okay. I have, I have some notes that I took, and I was just going to run through them at the end, but I'll just, we're, we're hitting some of these. Sure. <clears throat> I ain't like anything, but I really like Johnny's line to Jake. I think he has, like, the best line, definitely of this series, mm. but maybe of television history. It's when he's, like, laying into um, Jake at the kitchen table, and he's sitting across from Sadie. Mm-hmm. And he goes, here, I wrote it down. <laughs> I just thought that was so on point. And he does it for about five minutes. Yeah. And uh, well, he's unhinged, Keith. Right. And then he goes. <laughs> do you guys remember that? No. No, I don't either. Do you, do you remember anything he said during that scene? Cock boy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The cockboy stuff. With that being said, when I watched this episode, I was like, my body was overheating so much that I was just sweating. So <laughs> right. I may have been but a little delirious. I, I heard that, but then I just heard for about five minutes. I couldn't understand a word he was saying. Yeah. But those are my favorite lines. And then, did anybody count how many times he turned his back to Jake? Oh my gosh. That was the worst part. Jake how, how, could have murdered him like 15 times. <laughs> Instead, he was like in the corner crying like a little girl with the girl and her sliced that, open face. That, that's another. OK, we're, we're jumping ahead. But there. OK, so first. When he first comes in the room and then Johnny literally walks up to him with his gun in his left hand, which I don't think is his dominant hand. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, th- I feel like he's a right hand handed yeah. guy. And he's just sitting there and he's talking, literally like nudging Jake with the gun in Jake's arm. Not pointing. He's like pointing down. He's just like gesturing with it. And then he turns around and talks to Sadie. And Jake is just sitting there the whole time frozen. He does that multiple times. Mm -hmm. When Jake goes to the um, front door uh, to get the kids to leave, there's a scene where where Johnny is waiting for him by the door. Or, or by, by the entrance back to the kitchen or dining hall. And he steps in front of Jake to walk in first. Mm-hmm. And all Jake has to do is like get him in a 
full or half Nelson mm-hmm. and take him to the ground. Johnny is like a little Franco's not built, but the Johnny guy yeah. would would break if yeah. if Jake fell on him. The other thing is at the very end of the scene, what does he do? Surprise, he throws the crap in Johnny's face, real original. Mm-hmm. And then he, he runs to the corner and he puts his hand up over his face. <laughs> That's his, he's basically like kind of doing the, like, if I don't see Johnny, he doesn't see me. Right. And he just stands there with his hands up over his face. Well, going back to that, you were pointing at all the opportunities that he had to actually, you know, attack him, including you left out the part where he put the gun down in the kitchen. And he was just standing there idly. And, but basically, he takes the opportunity to throw water at him across the table, not knowing what's in the glass. I mean, I was expecting him to drink it and be like, ah, it's just water. What if he threw it at him and it was just water? And he's like, why'd you do that? And then he shot <laughs> and then shot him. Like, why was that? How did he know it was acid or whatever the heck it was? Because he talked Beach. about yeah, he he kind of t- he's like I'm a door to door salesman, and mm-hmm. he he like he's he's hinting at it. It's clearly a threat, and it's clearly going to kill him. And maybe he can smell it. Let's just say he can. You're helping. You're you're not helping. We're <laughs> supposed a, to be piling on here, Keith. It's a great episode. <laughs> what do you think of her of her cut on her face? Well, you never see it, right? Oh, you no, see you, it. You, you oh, you do. see it clearly. He sticks his finger in it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It was pretty right. gruesome. Yeah. I, I was actually half expecting him to pull the cloth back or whatever and for it to just be a ruse. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I don't know what the point of that would have been, but that's <laughs> what I was expecting. But what I will say is in the preview for the next episode, because, because first of all, there's that completely tone deaf scene with the apparently with the doctor from Arrested Development who like oh my has gosh. no idea how to deliver news. Yeah, listen, we just don't have the technology. <clears throat> She's uh, right. We've never seen a cut like that before. Yeah, and, and wait, did you see the next on thing? She yeah. looks fine. She looks perfectly fine. It is. Com- it is literally completely gone. She looks fine. Yeah. That is that is amazing that you brought that up. I mean, I guess that shows how goofy it was. But I literally was trying to remember the jokes that the doctor made, like the whole "he's going to be all right." So, so he didn't lose his hand. Oh no, it's, we took off his left hand. He's going to be his all right. <laughs> the the yeah. other um, the other thing is um, with the um, oh man, what was it? I don't want to say about her gash, the doctor, Jake running to her. Uh, who cares? I forgot. Yeah. The only other note I had was that the ending of this episode featured some just like straight up cornball soap opera dialogue between oh. Jake and Sadie. I wrote but that like last too. episode, you're a wonder. Well, dude. right. Exactly. And this just had more of it at the end. But also, and maybe this was because I watched half of it at work and half of it at home. When that scene ended and the episode ended, I thought there was still like 20 minutes left to the episode. (laughs) Like I was stunned that so little had happened and then the episode ended. It just was like, 
and then the preview is like three episodes left. I was like, yeah, what are you going to like? You, There's no way you can wrap all this up in three episodes. Like what is going on? Right. So the, the, yeah, the show has, has taken a precipitous drop, drop off yeah. from the I- first and from the first episode, especially, but I like the second episode too, even though we were getting hints of this, mm-hmm. but it's really gone down. Well, the one other thing about toilet. the end of the uh, episode was if you notice that when he finally confessed to her, the, the entire conversation went like, I'm from the future. And then she goes, what? No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Oh, <laughs> like it was the easiest thing he's ever done, but to convince yeah. her. Well, I and I love that you juxtapose that with um, the very beginning of the episode where he's like, listen, they're actors. And she's like, get out of here with that. You're a liar. And then with like, <laughs> look, I'm from the future. She's like, oh, there we yeah. go. See, <laughs> that's the story I wanted to hear. That makes much more sense. Yeah. Um. All right. Can I run through my my notes really sure. quick? Okay. So. First note. Did Sadie tell Deke about the tapes? Apparently. Yeah, I guess so. And then I wrote, what a snitch. Yeah. All right. It's <laughs> true. What a snitch. Yeah. She finds out about these tapes with people speaking Russian. Yeah. And the very next morning, she runs into Deke's office and is like, Deke, I found tapes with people speaking in Russian. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, um, the forest isn't as hidden as they think it is. <laughs> Do you remember when they're scoping out the uh, Governor Walker mm-hmm. or General oh, Walker's? Yeah. yeah. First, they're in a they're in a car, and already I'm like, that's kind of suspicious. And people back then would notice because mm-hmm. no one has like TV and Netflix to like distract them all the time. Like people are outside a lot more, and they'd see these two kids. And then they literally walk up into this open forest area and they're like, where would be a good place to shoot them? And Bill's like, pretty much right where we're standing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, brilliant, guys. Right. Great. Great yeah. job. Um, all right, we already talked about um, James Franco saying, I don't know how I'm going out, you know, getting out of here. And maybe I don't want to think about yeah. getting away. Um, is Johnny a a ploy of the past? Or is he just a loose cannon who just randomly showed up? Yeah, I think he's just a, a loose cannon. I mean, that's the other thing. The the past has been it's gone. Is gone. It's gone. Right? Is is no longer in the show at all. Unless, yes, Johnny is a ploy of the past, or even Sadie is a ploy of the past. Because the relationship is, she's distracting him. is distracting him from the goal, which, uh, you know, I guess you could make those assumptions, but I don't think the show is treating it that way. And even if it is, and that's the big reveal, who cares? I had to suffer through four or five episodes right. of a fake whatever this is. So it's not even a good reveal if that turns out to be the twist. Uh, my next note, I hate the lack of explanation in a really high pressure moment where somebody's basically like, I'm abandoning you, but you got this and I'm not going to tell you anything. And they hang up like 
I love, and it's not just in this show, but in this show, he basically calls Bill. He's like, hey, Bill, you know this big thing we've been building up to? You're on your own. And Bill's like, what? And he's like, and that's it. And then he just runs away. And what does he think? The stupid old Bill has got this? Like, why wouldn't you just say, Sadie's in trouble, Bill. I got to go help Sadie. It's up to you, man. You can do this. But instead, no explanation is given. And it's such that annoys me so much. Uh, Johnny not looking at him while holding the gun. (laughs) Johnny's lying to Jake. Which sounds like uh, he's coughing. <laughs> um, of all moments, Bill chooses that one to approach Oswald's wife in all caps. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go scope out this guy tonight. Let me go put a move on his wife right <laughs> before I go do this. Yeah. What? And then the way that... It, Smoking in the stairwell, it just, that didn't make any sense. Like, I know they're trying to be like, oh my goodness, Oswald saw, and I, I didn't care. It was the worst, it, it was the worst meeting they could have written. And then uh, he asked him times? if he had any ice. Good as, cover, Bill. As, as if anyone <laughs> was going to fall for that. Good cover, Bill. You have, uh, have any ice? Uh, but he fell for it. I, the, the one thing I did like is I liked his genuine, I felt like his, gen, his question was genuine back to Oswald, where he's like, oh, Karl Marx, is this a good book? Like, for a moment, he kind of got caught up. And he was like, oh, you, is this really a good book? I'm interested. <laughs> um, Jake hides in the corner, puts his hands up over his face. How does Deke know so much about her ex? After Jake, after James Franco kills the guy, mm-hmm. Deke comes up and is like, did you kill him? Yeah. And he's like, yep. And he's like, good. Yeah. I was like, wait, how do you know? What do you know about this guy? <laughs> Why is this good? Yeah. Right, right. I think, I think Deke and Sadie had a thing. I think Deke is hitting, banging everyone. Sounds like. A swinger. Right. This is dog. And James Franco's line of, I don't deserve her, needs to be preserved for all history in the Smithsonian. <laughs> Despite ta- how true it is. He's talking to, is it Deke? He's talking to somebody in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he's saying how he finally realizes that he doesn't deserve Sadie and is the most hilarious line read ever. Yeah. That's it. Those are my notes. Yeah, well. God help us. <laughs> I feel like we're just reaching for things to talk about now. Yeah. Well, we've only got three episodes left. Um, we can take a break and maybe just come back after the last episode. Just kind of roll these last three up into one mega. Right. If you want to do that, or we can just power through and do the last three. I feel like powering through. All right. That's fine. You can they'll, hear the conviction in my voice. They'll just so. be shorter. I mean, unless uh. stuff actually starts happening, I guess. Mm-hmm. You have to think, you have to assume with only three episodes left. Th- this is what I'll say. This is, this is how I feel. If 
we if stuff starts happening in the next episode, I'm fine with powering through. If we get another episode of nothing happening, I would rather just take a break until the after the last episode. Okay. So only two episodes left. Perfect. <laughs> only one more talk left, and then we're right. done. Yeah. I I personally don't have any hope for the show. I don't think it's going to get better or there's going to be anything to talk about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that's also an interesting question. Is there any way after a string of three pretty, pretty to really bad episodes that they sort of turn the ship around and redeem themselves? I mean, if there's any show that did that, it was recent with The Leftovers. It kind of mm-hmm. righted the ship there right at the end. Uh, what I was just getting ready to say, you know what? This show's never going to happen. And then it ended really strong. So mm-hmm. you could say that there's hope, but I don't believe yeah. it. The only thing that could save this for me is honestly, if the next episode... And this is why I feel like Jake should have done two or three episodes ago, which is basically, look, did Oswald shoot JFK? I don't know, but there's a whole lot going around this dude. There's CIA, right? I think we can pretty much, based on the knowledge that he has, say that Oswald is like 90% the person who who does this. Mm -hmm. Jake just needs to kill him and then go back to the future Mm -hmm. and see what happened. That's it. Yeah. So if this if the next episode opens up with Jake sneaking into Oswald's room at night and smothering him with a pillow and then running back to his car right. and going to Maine, I'm I'm in a hundred percent. I'm in. But that's what he should do anyway. You're you're fighting the past and you're trying to figure out like all this stuff. You're gonna kill him anyway. You're gonna kill yeah. someone. And guess what? Guess what? Here's the other thing that doing these fla- not doing flashbacks, I think, is the thing that sunk this this show from the beginning. <clears throat> because the thing is, if Jake is wrong, he can reset it. Yeah, he's already killed somebody. He's killed two people now. That's true. So you just kill Oswald very brutally. Right. Way. You kill Oswald, and then you flash back to the future, and you go, "Oh, GIFK was still assassinated." Okay, reset. Everyone's alive again, and then you can go do it again, or JFK's alive, and guess what? The world is still a crap hole, and Trump (laughs) is still running for president. You know what I mean? What if there's only one way this show can be saved? I don't know how they're going to get to this point, but this kind of happened in a show called Flash Forward, ironically. What if James Franco becomes the person who assassinates JFK? I wish. He stops everything. There's this big action scene. Then he finds himself with the rifle aiming down the scope. And then for whatever reason, he just shoots him. You know what? That makes sense in the sense that the past apparently now has the ability to cause people hallucinate. Because mm. yeah. the past makes Bill see his, his sister. Uh, sister. So maybe, uh, maybe the past will just possess... Franco stops it. The past gets so upset that it just possesses him and he shoots JFK. I like it. I really like it. That's it. All right. Well, and then the last point I wanted to make is that at this point, 
um, Oswald has to be the shooter, right? The show has spent so much time in this location tracking Oswald that if we get to episode whatever and they're like, it's not him, what do they do? If it's Henry, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, I will love this show. Who's Henry? Who's Henry? Henry's the, the old guy, right? But who, who now is the little boy in the past. Oh. <laughs> the old, uh, hey, but he's in Kentucky. He is he, the little boy, I thought. No, exactly. He, he, he's followed Jake. Uh-huh. Jake stops Oswald in the book depository. He looks out the window and sees little Henry standing behind the fence the, on the grassy knoll. Mm-hmm. And, sh- and, the, and Henry shoots JFK. <laughs> then he goes to the future. And he's teaching a class in a in a prison, and Henry reads a story about how he shot JFK when he was a kid, <laughs> and he wins a prize for it. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been everything is television. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter. We are at EI Podcasts. You know what this has been? This has been this show's suicide note. Yeah. This is Dark everything times. is television's. Suicide note. <laughs> we just can't seem to pick a winner for some reason. You, you know, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Preacher is coming out, right? Anyone? I don't know much about it. Much lo- about the production. Neither uh, do I. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was going to say, are you looking forward to that? or? I know it's based off a comic book. It has Seth Rogen and yeah. his writing partner. Mm. Did you see the trailer for Sausage Party? I did. They, uh... It's good to see that they discovered the F word exists. Right. It's like uh, it looks like it's like it looks like a like five minute joke that's really funny when you're high, stretched out to movie length. Right. That sounds like a, a Seth Rogen. Any Seth Rogen script. It sounds like his motto. Yeah. His life <laughs> motto. Um. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Blizzard with nine Z's. I am at Things Come Right. And I am at KK Summers. You can uh, find any more information about the show on our website, eipodcast.com, or in the show notes. We may or may not be back next week. We will be back eventually, if not next week, to at least finish up the show, um, depending on how it plays out these next couple episodes. So uh, we'll see you then. 